0: He's blunt, but he's fair. This is Drew Berquist, former counterterrorism officer, realist, and host of This Is My Show, which starts now. What do you say to the charge that if you are a climate change campaigner, but you also travel around the world on a private jet, you're a hypocrite? Well, I. I
1: buy the gold standard of funding Climeworks to do direct air capture that far exceeds my family's carbon footprint. And I spend billions of dollars on, on climate innovation. So, you know, should I stay at home and not come to Kenya and learn about farming and malaria? Anyway, I mean, I'm I'm comfortable with the idea that not only am I not part of the problem by paying for the offsets, but also through the billions that my breakthrough energy group is spending, that I'm part of the solution.
2: <laughs> All right, folks, I'm Drew Berquist. This is my show. This is the end of the week. We're glad to be bringing it to you. That was Bill Gates. Famed supervillain across the planet. Getting called out yet again. I love that he keeps getting called out by reporters for his hypocrisy. In this case, he got called out for, for other stuff the other day. But I love the, yeah, you know, I'm a billionaire, so I, it doesn't matter. The rules don't apply to me. I spend money on climate change, so I get to break the rules on climate change. It's It's remarkable. Must be nice. Must be nice to be Bill Gates. But I do again, the only reason I showed that is I love that someone else because so many people are scared in general of calling people out on things. They're just it doesn't make them comfortable. But the fact that he's doing it, that that it's happening and we've seen multiple people do it now um time and time again is great. I love it. I think it's awesome. Um okay. We got lots to get into today. Disco, how are you doing?
1: Doing good. Doing good. We had a um an issue with the rumble feed for rvm but other than that we're doing good other than that we're doing good we'll get it up yeah. and when you're going Not to like make 400 america, places make america the 80s right or the 80s again
2: yeah that's right sure. yeah you can go get that at red beach nation you can get this one put an end to small talk let's stop wasting each other's time with stuff guys let's do it go to redbeachnation.com you can save 10 percent with promo code freedom all kinds of great stuff there there's uh, there's awesome content coming or other other merch uh partners that are coming on there soon here too. You can get Red Voice stuff there. You can get stuff from Chad that's coming, Jerry Wayne that's coming. Tons of stuff. So we're excited about that. All all very good stuff. Uh not necessarily great stuff to get into today, but real quick before we do get into it, reminder, booze and banter I've already shared the link, we'll be over at Red Voice Media. You can go to redvoicemedia.com forward slash Drew Crew. That's where you sign up then you watch at redvoicemedia.com forward slash BB. You can also just click the premium live player on there once you sign up. But again, reminder, you sign up, you can try it for just a dollar, folks, at redvoicemedia.com forward slash Drew Crew. Okay, tons to get into. James O'Keefe might be out at Project Veritas. Biden reportedly ordered the Nord Stream sabotage mission. It's... It's interesting. Um, so <clears throat> we're going to get into that. It shouldn't be a surprise to anyone. Um, but let me just shut some stuff down here. There we go. Okay. We're going to get into that. AOC tried think again. There's, there's, there's plenty that we got to get into. Booze and banter. We're going to give you a John Fetterman update. Obviously a, a, a health issue happening over there. Biden says, he literally said, once again, you know, he's always telling people, I don't know if I can say this or do this. He told people, hey, I, I've been told not to talk about the classified investigation that's going on. So we'll get into that. <laughs> He's reportedly also getting rid of surveillance balloons on the border. They say it's because, because of budget issues. So we'll get into that. Lots of other stuff. Anna Polina, my good friend, who's, who's uh, representative Anna Luna now. Uh, I'm not used to saying Luna yet. She tore into Twitter yesterday. It was glorious. Some others did too, but Anna was the best. I've been telling you, y'all, she's feisty. You don't want to screw with her. She knows what she's doing. She's served this country in the Air Force. She knows what she's talking about, and she let Yole Roth and the folks at Twitter yesterday know. All right, let's get into James O'Keefe, though. Let's touch on this. So obviously, we're all pretty familiar. We've shown lots of clips of O'Keefe and his team over over the years here on the show. He's the founder of Project Veritas. And some big news broke that he has been put on paid leave with Project Veritas and it all came after all came after his hidden camera report with Pfizer. And you had this video, right? Where a Pfizer person claimed a scientist from their claim that they were considering doing gain of function research. That same dude was also bragging about how much money Pfizer was making off the worthless COVID vaccine. And then this internal message came out was sent to Project Veritas employees which is kind of funny, by the way. Just side point: These, this is an organization that breaks stories, does you know investigative journalism. Did they not think this was going to get out? They send this out, and of course it was leaked. Um, I just found that kind of kind of funny. But you had Daniel Strock, who who is the board's um, executive director, said that O'Keefe would be taking quote a few weeks of well deserved PTO, paid time off. An image of the message was shared by a source familiar with the organization's internal operation and its authenticity was confirmed by a current employee. Again, you guys are Project Veritas. Like, you know how this stuff goes, right? Anyways, when, when reached for comment and on uh, his personal cell phone, O'Keefe said nothing in response, did not follow up with calls or text messages, just kind of let it go. And then this Daniel Strock dude, Strach, um, Strach, however you say his name, Later released a statement on behalf of Veritas. I'll read it. It said, like all newsrooms at this stage, Project Veritas Board of Directors and Management are constantly evaluating what the best path forward is for the organization. It did not directly address questions about O'Keefe's employment status. He went on to say, though, there's 65 plus employees at Project Veritas dedicated to continuing the mission to expose corruption, dishonesty, waste, fraud, and other misconduct in both public and private institutions. He closed by saying to our supporters, we hear you, we care about you, and we will never give up. So there's dialogue and there's discussion about, there. there's there's reportedly allegations by current and former employees that O'Keefe is erratic and an angry boss. And I'm always suspicious by comments like that. You should be too. It's not to say that those don't exist. You've probably worked with one. But when I, I hear comments about how a boss is a tyrant, I, I just, you should have some questions. Robert says, I blocked Project Veritas after I heard this. A lot of people are, a lot of people unfollowing them. Um, but it, it should bring up something. I mean, uh, uh, the point of a boss is you're the leader of a group, it's the job of the employees to keep up with the leader. And leaders are sometimes a little bit short with their instructions, can be demanding. Disco, don't you weigh in. I don't, I don't, let's not do any HR complaints on the air.
1: No, no, no. I mean, I mean, come on. There's, there's even times when I've ran sets and stuff where if people have had to pull me aside and be like, hey, that was a little rough. I'm like, sorry. I just, you know, I'm just trying to get the information out. Right. And it's happened, you know, and, and it happens. It's like, I'm sorry. I've, I have a hundred things in my head when I'm trying to give, here's what we need to get done. It could come across abrasive or mean or whatever. And it's it's even hard. I mean, come on. A great director, Michael Bay. They say he's the worst person to work with. He'll show up three hours late to set, what the hell are we waiting for? (laughs) You. (laughs) You. Yeah. (laughs) But no one says it because it's Michael Bay and they just shut up and they work. Right. So it's it's like, yeah, how do you weigh that? It's I mean, it's
2: it's tough. Yeah. I mean, you've got someone, if you're in that again, I don't know. I have not worked in Veritas. We do our own thing. But if you are the boss, you, you have to be a little bit demanding to accomplish goals, to achieve the mission and the strategy that you've set forth for this stuff. Anyways, I've got no idea what the culture is like there at Veritas, but we live in a society, the bigger problem is, whether these people are right or wrong about James O'Keefe, we live in a collective society where words are now violence, and a demanding boss is considered abusive because people are, are so triggered by all of this stuff. A boss should be working at high speed. Creating, innovating, doing all those things, right? but <clears throat> it's 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 just interesting to see this happen. Um, and And I think if this was true of 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 O'Keefe in particular, we would have heard more stories about it by now.
1: Exactly, and also too, I mean, when you're in news, I mean I mean, when I was doing TV production in high school, I was first starting to learn all this. My, my instructor, she passed away a few years ago. She amazing teacher, amazing teacher, but she was hard on us. Like we were actually on a newsroom. You missed a deadline. (laughs) Like, like, you know, she, she, you know, she, she was call us names, you know, yell at us all that stuff. Cause she's like, this is what you're going to get. When you're out on the news floor, if you're if this is what you want to do, you have to learn how to take this, have thick skin, all that stuff. And it's like, okay, yeah, you're right, you know. And it was a big lesson that I learned back then, and I use it to this day. I'm not saying I'm not I'm not saying that like here. <laughs> I'm just saying like I right. use that when when the hard things happen. Like, okay, here we go. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Buck, <laughs> buckle up, Buttercup. You know, and and it's one of those things where it's like, okay, if he was the man, yeah. Look look what they were doing. You know, undercover stuff. We got to get this stuff out now. I can't wait. Hurry up. Let's go. What are we doing? And it may have come across as some of these snowflakes out there. Right. <laughs> like they're like, oh, this is this is hard. No, this is work. This is you life. Signed up to, yeah. You signed up to be a part of this. Like, it, it, we're not here to be friends. We're here to work. Let's get it done.
2: Well, and again – so it- it's like the, the Trump balloon stuff the other day, you know, the stuff happened with Joe and we've got some more balloon stuff, by the way, that we're going to talk about in booze and banter
1: that just dropped, but I should have, um, bought, you, I should have bought you a bunch of balloons to have behind you. should like, have just a, yeah. like a balloon. Gram like trying so to look past it. We do
2: <laughs> a bit like that. Uh, I think we did on the old show, but, but anyways, you you know, you've got, you've got a similar situation here with O'Keefe, you know, people saying he was this erratic, angry boss to what was not I just go with me for a second to, You know, after the balloon thing with Biden, people are like, well, there was three balloons under Trump. It's like, well, hold on. There is a scenario where possibly that's true, but why it doesn't make any sense whatsoever is, as much as everyone hates Trump, if there was anything like that, it would have been spread wall to wall. We'd still be talking about it years later because that's how much they hate that man. The mainstream media, the Democrats, hate, hate with all capital letters— Project Veritas and James O'Keefe. If there was any of this and it was happening, they would have been all over it. What it really seems like, and June maybe is on this, June says the the timing of this is very suspect. It seems a lot like it has to, to do with the board of directors and somebody maybe on that board having a connection with Pfizer or the government or both. Because they just dropped this and now, oh, there's there's a line. There's a line. Someone is hurting my my, my my bank accounts, my whatever the case might be. And we've seen we've seen over the last few years DOG infiltrate or set up different groups and businesses that question the government and have tried to either bring criminal cases against individuals or censor those individuals, get them out of the game. I mean, think about it. On, on Twitter alone, FBI has reportedly at least 60 agents working on, which we've seen now from reports, censoring content on Twitter. So I wouldn't be shocked at all. In fact, I'd be more shocked if it wasn't the case – that one of the board of directors was some sort of a yes man or is tied to Pfizer or is, you know, any of those types of things. That makes way more sense because this is the kind of guy. This is the kind of guy that you've got to get out of play because he is extremely disruptive. You notice the ones who get attacked the most are the ones who are disruptive. They get in the way of of the left and their crazy ass goals that they're trying to push on this country, their narrative that they're trying to push on this this country so I again we're not gonna we're, we're moving on here but but it is the timing is very suspect I hope that he is okay again I, I'm not friends with him I have friends who are friends with him but he's he's innocent until proven guilty in my eyes as a boss he's done amazing work his organization has probably done some of the most important work in the last several years um that certainly they have in the last several years but but in a long long time they're doing they're doing amazing work. So kudos to them. I hope it ends well. But if it doesn't, guess what? It's going away. I love how they said, we're never going to give up. He told the employees that's like, well, but you're going to have to because everyone's going to give up on you because James O'Keefe is Project Veritas. So,
1: well, and, and, and here's the thing. This is coming out now and they're like, oh, how dare they? How dare him? All that stuff. But you're, you're not telling me that there's not one person at CNN who's felt like they're person who's running their boss has done something like this or at nbc or at fox or at cbs right so that's that's where it's like it gives weight to that where it's like there's someone on the board that has been directly affected by all this stuff that's going on and, and we're we just we're just not privy to that information right because you know by you you know that someone at cnn has felt like they've been yelled at at work you yeah. Know for a fact that that's happened yeah. because that's just yeah, you, you missed a deadline. Like, like, come on, but it's, you know, now
2: side point, I will say this. I, I did a litany of interviews today for some candidates that were hired, some positions that we're hiring for. Um, we're only going to make things better for all of you guys. And a lot of the other productions that we're working on today, I did say, I, and I need you to confirm this. I was telling them, you know, we have a very work hard, play hard culture. We, we do work ourselves to the bone um but it's it's fun it's it's intense this time there but i was like i don't think i've ever yelled at an employee I, I i don't think i've ever yelled right have you no uh um i mean i i demand no. stuff but i don't think i've ever yelled
1: no 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 never not that i can recall I mean I, I at one point we when we had more people at the other place and everything you did have conversations with them that I wasn't privy to so I don't I mean I can't you know, but from what I saw no there was never a voice raise if the, if we ever did raise a voice it's cuz we were making a joke or something but there was no yelling or what you know and so no, it's a fun place to work I'm surprised did you, I know Ginger's always talked about coming is did, did you interview Ginger today too I didn't or, Ginger or, you know?
2: we need to interview Ginger yeah. um <laughs> <clears throat> we need we need to interview Ginger um <clears throat> I love that Jill says that. Are you hiring Ginger? Um, <laughs> I'm not ruling anything out. Um I'm not ruling anything out. I, I've met some very interesting people today, some that I'm I'm looking forward to forgetting too. Um okay, so let's uh, let's get on to question of the day. And before we before we pop this up and I read it to you, even though you can see it on the screen, I know that we live in a in a crazy world now. I know there's cancel culture and there's boycotts and there's all that stuff ginger. I got skills. I know you do. I know you do, girl. Um
1: oh, we have to stop, but you never let me ring the bell. Okay. All right.
2: Well, here's there's the there bell. We're ringing yeah. the bell. Um <laughs> but if if you if you're of the crowd that has boycotted the NFL. I'm not judging you. I don't I don't disagree with where you're at. You know me. I love football so much that uh, i'm gonna watch it i i I watch football it it just is i like football more than i like most people so this weekend if you're if you're one of those boycotters or you've been living under a rock is the super bowl we got you know it should be a good game with the eagles and the chiefs anyways all that to say if you're not going to watch it just put in what you the answer that you would have said 10 years ago okay let's have some fun with this the
1: question of the day is this well it could also go ahead you it could be what music I was going to say, what's like your, if you're watching a reality show, or like the show that you go to, or a movie, like what's the snack that you get ready? For like Yeah, like exactly, it doesn't have to be the Super Bowl, finale. like a,
2: a pay-per-view, a UFC fight, or whatever. In the case of this question, it's what Super Bowl snacks are you most excited for? Get those like we should taste buds be at an aquarium. salivating. Yeah, we are, well, we are at an aquarium, we're at the DB
1: red beach studios aquarium uh watching finding dory with my girls the other day and we're we're black hi i'm sigourney weaver like like (laughs) that whole scene (laughs)
2: um okay let's let's take a quick break we're gonna get to your answers i want answers because i want additional ideas i haven't completely confirmed my menu i'm about 75 percent of the way there send them in we're gonna get into a whole lot more here on the other side stick around Do you think America first when you spend your hard-earned money? Do you feel guilty shopping woke companies that take your money and push a liberal agenda? The choice is yours. When you shop at Mammoth Nation, you're a part of the solution, not the problem. We have thousands of products from hundreds of American and veteran-owned retailers. These patriots love America and they're fighting for you. So do the right thing, vote with your wallet, and spend wisely. Right now, go to mammothnation.com and become a lifetime member. Use this promo code and save 30%.
0: Whether you live at the beach, are going to one, or just want to imagine yourself there, Red Beach Nation has the comfy patriotic apparel for the occasion. But it's not just beachy pro-America merch. At Red Beach Nation, you'll find collections from some of your favorite conservative hosts and influencers throughout the country. Plus, products are fulfilled in-house and shipped right to your door without any middleman. So join the team and rep the nation. Visit redbeachnation.com. You can use promo code FREEDOM to save 10%. Again, that's redbeachnation.com.
2: All right, let's talk some wings, some nachos, some whatever the hell you're eating Sunday night for the game. And again, if you're not watching the game, whatever you would eat at some other big event... Uh, okay. Scott says, my famous finale
1: of uh, the bachelorette.
2: No, that doesn't ca- No, <laughs> stop it. Uh, <laughs> Scott says my famous Cajun checks mix. That sounds good. Scott, let's talk mm. more about that. Um, okay. Nachos says Matilda hot wings and nachos,
1: <laughs> Amy. Okay, I usually no. watch the puppy bowl instead. Um, there's one that I, I need to interrupt. Okay. For this one. This is from Box Two Hundred Five: Pizza, Wings, and Troyer Farms Chips with Bison Brand French Onion Dip. Um, I'm starving now. Yeah, Thank that sounds amazing. That. <sighs> yeah,
2: that sounds it sounds delightful. Um, we've got wings, many flavors of wings, says June. Brian mm-hmm. Wirtz, Beach Grapes, says June. I don't, I don't know if I know what Beach Grapes are, but I want one guacamole and tequila i know that elena is going to say tequila that 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 much is certain um i love it nachos and guacamole shrimp cocktail okay i like that it's a good barb, thing to, to work in there
1: barb can you send this recipe to producer redbeachmedia.com. cheese sausage jalapeno dip with frito scoops that's this that sounds delicious yes it does <laughs> oh, damn it barb God. um
2: that's Barbara. We're about to get into a story that you kind of broke to us on booze and bantry yesterday. We're gonna do that in a second, but real quick, tacos and dip. Uh, I make one heck of a cheese ball, says Amy. I, you know what? I mm, love cheese, cheese balls. Balls are good. So good. Baby back rib, baked beans, and potato salad. Hell yeah, Shirley. That's awesome. Um, what else do we got? Beef on a wick. Um, okay. <laughs> That's my Western New York nod. Disco props, my man. I love Baby- it. Baby back
1: ribs, baked beans, potato salad from Shirley on Facebook. I just said that. Oh, um, I'm sorry. No, I, I'm, I'm reading not. and I'm I'm just getting hungry and so I'm not, i i have actually i I think I'm just gonna stop listening. <laughs> stop. We're, to the we're done. The we're show we're, we're done. I'm just gonna be looking at all this, thinking about what I should eat. Because for me, it's usually like I love to do wings, um, something to dip. You know, whether it's like you know, if I could do some jalapenos, French fries, onion rings, stuff like that. And but you know with the girls we try to go a little healthier. We'll do like celery and carrots. They do that. I don't. I don't. I won't. I mean,
2: look, you that. should eat celery and carrots and all that stuff during the rest of the week. You should be healthy. Not eat all the processed food. Not all the crazy chemicals. But on the Super Bowl, let your kids eat something good for Pete's sake. Don't feed them yeah. like reindeer. No,
1: you um, know it's it's all it's all out there. But they usually just end up going for the tomatoes, carrots, and celery. So I'm like, okay, so they're making the health conscious yeah. des- decisions. Okay, yes. fair enough. Yeah.
2: yeah, yeah. Um any kind of comfort food because my team the colts suck well you know i'm sorry amy i i i grew up in minnesota i'm a vikings fan we've never won a super bowl we've never really done anything um we're always good yeah. enough to not do any but to, to get close but not do anything this
1: season i had so much hope for you guys i was like all right here we go and then it just really quick
2: let's <laughs> like, let's i mean do we have to talk about it no it's it's bad okay hey
1: i'm a bears fan look how bad we did so yeah that's true <laughs> that's true
2: hey florentina from venice florida glad you're here uh so some good ones i think you know we're going to be pretty traditional you know wings um wings maybe some nachos we're going to do some meatballs which we don't typically do but Mm. it just sounded right you know lots of different meats and sauces you got to have that we'll have some veggies and, and chips and stuff too but um i think it will uh i think it will be good um this is not good we touched on this yesterday Toward the end of booze and banter, Barb, as I mentioned a second ago, brought it up that an article had been published that linked the United States military, the United States writ large, I should say, to the bombing of the Nord Stream pipeline. Or if you're KJP, the Nordstrom pipeline. That's how she says things. Lord help us. But the article was written. And here's why I think it's interesting. Look, we speculated this back then. That, that was what made the most sense based on all that was happening in the world, how it went down. Timing of it, yada, yada, yada. So, so that was that was kind of our prediction back then. But this article was written by Seymour Hirsch. And for those of you unfamiliar with him, he's he's look, this dude's not like some crazy tinfoil hat right winger. He's not QAnon, he's not you know, someone who uh, just goes after the 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 left. He's 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 literally more of a leftist than anything. He's held actually in high regard amongst left-wing folks um, because he's reported on stories over his long career that backed up the left-wing's main belief that America is basically an irredeemable cesspool that was built on a lie and has done more harm to the world than any other country. So he's this is not some right-wing conspiracy theorist who's doing that. He first gained uh, recognition... Back in 69 for exposing the My Lai Massacre and its cover-up during the Vietnam War, for which he received a Pulitzer Prize in 1970. He covered the Watergate scandal for the New York Times, revealed the clandestine bombing of Cambodia. In 2004, he reported on the U.S. military's mistreatment of detainees at Abu Ghraib. This guy is a left-wing icon. Seymour Hersh. And this story is a gut punch and a reality check to all Democrats who believe that their side has all the virtuous leaders and that they're always on the right side of history. They, in fact, almost never are. But he lays out everything. Here's the timeline um, from sources who were part of the mission and and from his article. I'm just literally going to read some of his article here for you. Last June, the Navy divers operating under the cover of a widely publicized midsummer NATO exercise known as Baltops 22 – planted the remotely triggered explosives that three months later destroyed three of the four Nord Stream pipelines, according to a source with direct knowledge of the operational planning. Two of the pipelines, which were known collectively as Nord Stream 1, had been providing Germany and much of Western Europe with a cheap Russian natural gas for more than a decade. A second pair of pipelines, called Nord Stream 2, had been built but were not yet operational. Now, with Russian troops Amassing on the Ukrainian border and the bloodiest war in Europe since 1945 looming, President Biden saw the pipelines as a vehicle for Vladimir Putin to weaponize natural gas for his political and territorial ambitions. Asked for comment, Adrian Watson, a White House spokesperson, said in the email, "Quote: This is false and complete fiction." Tammy Thorpe, a spokesperson for the Central Intelligence Agency, similarly wrote, "This claim is completely and utterly false." Now, I would say to you, of course. Of course, the White House and the CIA are going to deny this operation. That's, that's just standard operating procedures. We're not going to tell you as a government and a, as a national security apparatus whether it's a mission that should have been done or not shouldn't have been done. You're not going to know. But he, Hirsch went on. The article went on. Biden's decision to sabotage the pipelines came after more than nine months of highly secret back-and-forth debate inside Washington's national security community about how to best achieve that goal. For much of that time, the issue was not whether to do the mission, but how to get it done with no overt clue as to who was responsible. They were deciding, basically, on how to unilaterally go to war with Russia. If there was ever any doubt in anyone's mind that the security state was actually running the country, this report has put that thing to bed. That discussion is done. There was a vital, the article continues, there's a vital, vital, excuse me, vital bureaucratic reason for relying on the graduates of the center's hardcore diving school in Panama City Beach, Florida. The divers were Navy-only and not members of America's Special Operations Command, whose covert operations must be reported to Congress, and briefed in advance to the Senate and House leadership, the so-called Gang of Eight. The Biden administration was doing everything possible to avoid leaks as the planning took place in late 2021 and into the first months of 2022. So that last paragraph really jumped out at me and probably jumped out at you the planners of this mission knew that they would have to brief the senate and the house leaders about the mission and the security state didn't want any pushback or leaks from anyone because they had to destroy that pipeline to cripple putin's revenue stream so the unelected security state in in this scenario totally circumvented their act of war by using regular navy divers by taking that action doing it how they did it. The security state said to, to the people who we voted for and put into office to represent us, I know that's a laughable statement these days, but they said, we don't need to tell you shit because we make all the decisions and you're totally irrelevant. That's the underlining message here without saying it. The security state planned and operated, executed this operation to sabotage the North Stream pipelines that had the potential to lead us into World War III. It still does, if we're being honest. Things aren't slowing down over there if if everyone's paying attention. And they did it, and none of our lawmakers were informed. These guys planted the the explosives during the NATO exercise and then boogied out of town. And then, according to Hirsch, going back to the article, on September 26, 2022, a Norwegian uh, Navy P-8 surveillance plane made a seemingly routine flight and dropped a sonar buoy. The signal spread underwater initially to Nord Stream 2 and then on to Nord Stream 1. A few hours later, the high-powered C4 explosives were triggered, and three of the four pipelines were put out of commission. And within minutes, by the way, for our climate change savvy uh, folks in DC who are pushing all this nonsense on us, pools of methane gas remained and shuttered pipelines could be seen spreading to the water surface, and the world learned that something irreversible had taken place. Those were Hirsch's words. Now, if you're if you're like me, if you're like me and you've been in these types of you know operations and scenarios and all that kind of stuff or even if you're not you're just a historian or you're someone who likes all this stuff the the straight truth is the planning and execution of this operation from a tactical standpoint is pretty flick freaking cool like that kudos and the people who executed it were just following orders but that aside that aside yeah. if you it-
1: I was Sorry. gonna say, kind of sounds like a, a scene from like a Jack Ryan episode or movie or something, you know. 100, like, you know, it, it, I, it. I do have a question for you though. Okay. Well, let's just say that, yes. This this was the plan, and here we go. Was this just like them, like this? Is how we can advance the Green New Deal? Let's get rid of all of the natural gases and everything. Not just on our. By destroying the environment species. at the same time. <laughs> it, 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 well, exactly. Exactly. It's like what they think that this was going to do. Methane went pouring into the water. Yeah, irreparable right. harm was done. Um,
2: yeah. Uh, it's it's It just shows that they don't actually believe in anything they say. They believe in yeah. themselves and accomplishing what they want. And again, look, our military, take out the Millies and the Lloyd Austin, who are probably sleeping together right now. Take, take all that aside. Like, our military is badass. The things that we can do, I can tell you the things that I got to do and be a part of, are so freaking cool. The rest of humanity, the rest of my life is an utter disappointment because of it, because you're doing such cool stuff. This is a cool operation, but this is a reckless operation. So, so put aside the fact that it was executed well. And it was in terms of operationally, it's obvious that it was us who did it, but like take away that it's a huge story for a few, few reasons. One, if it is in fact true, which it seems to be, it is, it's, something that could have and still could lead us into a hot war with Russia, something that no one wants, right? No one wants. Amy, I'll get to your question here in a second. But second, the security state, what this shows us is the security states in charge of the country, and and Biden and his handlers are acting as if they have no accountability to anyone. Anyone. And I guarantee you that none of the legacy media, the mainstream media out there are going to touch this story or ask any follow-up questions. They're going to hope that it goes away, that's for damn sure, because it's detrimental to their team. And and corporate media writ large is going to say that they couldn't, you know, they can't or they couldn't substantiate any of the facts in the story, which is hilarious on its face because the news media never substantiates any facts of reporting. These guys just literally they're in the infotainment business. They're not they're not into journalism. So, of course, they're not going to want to really touch this story. So the question is. Is Amy said, do you think let me go back to Amy's question here so I get it right. Drew, do you think this will make Putin react unfavorably to us over that? Well, of course. Yeah. I mean, look, they're calling for accountability. Look, I I, I, said we we did part of foreign and domestic which will air this weekend on red voice media earlier today putin and his team their intel apparatus is very strong they're good they're good at what they do do i think that they uh, uh, let me just skip ahead to my point i i know that they were aware of how this went down this is not the kind of thing you talk about in open dialogue and the fact first of all that we thought the two one of, of, of the two big state actors that if you know that if it's it's basically one of the two of us, right? So if Russia didn't do it, and why would Russia do it? It makes zero sense that they would do it. There's been no other indicators. You could say they wanted to drag us into war and blame it on us and, and claim it was us, and then that's justification for it. But one, that's not true because it hasn't happened. And two, there's been no other indications with anything that they've done in Ukraine you know, since the beginning till now, a year later, that that align with that and make it seem like that is in fact the case. So- it was pretty obvious that we had done this. This is the type of stuff that we do and we do well, frankly. This one was just dangerous. So do I think that they're going to do something in response? Well, I can tell you they're not going to slow down. You know, I I, I hope that there's a leader out there who's in an active, you know, role and position that can see how detrimental and how cataclysmic and just straight up apocalyptic that it would be to get into a hot war with each other. We're in this proxy war now. Russians and Ukrainians are dying, but it, it could scale faster than you can even imagine if we all get involved in this. So I, all that to say, it, what their response is going to be, I don't know, but there will be a response. And again, as we continue to escalate things and push them further and further into a corner without giving them any off-ramps, any discussion, there's not a, again, there's not a single active leader out there talking about peace discussions or trying to find a solution it's just ratchet it up ratchet it up ratchet it up to the point where you're going to put them in a corner to the they're already in a corner but they're going to be in a corner to the point where they have no choice but to escalate because it's just it's not it's not looking good it's not going to be a good
1: situation and if you remember when it all happened remember i think yeah putin came out and was like i think he even said something along the lines like america needs to you know respond like give it you know tell us why they did this remember like it was something along those lines like he kind of already like felt like he knew like who else would it be like i i I think that's what what remember he he came out and said something like they need they need to respond as to what happened you know not saying like to take response but they need to figure out what happened and and it, it just it's like that's when we were like well did we do it did we not do it did Did they do it? You know, like that's when we started asking those questions because it was just like, why would he why would Putin jump to something like that so quickly? But now, obviously,
2: well, it's a huge revenue stream for him. Like the only reason he would the only reason someone would actually do that and sabotage a massive revenue stream for for himself and his partners and and, is if he wanted 100 percent like I'm all in. I'm dying of cancer, which there's been reports of. I'm I'm going out, and I'm going out in flames, and we're starting World War III, and it's going to be my legacy. That's the only reason you would do that, to try and drag us in. And then if that was the case, they would have responded immediately with, like, you attacked our, our pipelines, even if it was, in fact, us who did it, and we just said it was you. We would attack you, and it would all kick off. None of that's happened. None of that's yeah. happened. So it's, you know... There was arguments that were made back then that made sense. Like, okay, yeah, that could that could be the case. Like in theory, that could be the case. It wasn't likely, but now it's now I don't see a single scenario that aligns with that. It just doesn't make an ounce of sense at all. Like the only the only thing that makes sense is that it was us. So and we continue. Sharon's talking over on YouTube about Putin would consider tanks being sent to Ukraine as an offensive move. Uh, and, and he does. And we are. And we've sent Patriot missile. We've sent all of this stuff. We've destroyed the pipeline. The fact is, and again, I'm not on Putin's side. I, I always say that I think he's got big balls and he doesn't back down. And I applaud him for that while I'm not cheering for him. He is our enemy. He is. I have I have done stuff against him and his people. But, like, it's... It's of course, it's of course escalation what we're doing on our side. All we've done is escalation. And and this is coming from, and I've said this a bunch of times, and I've probably said it more in booze and banter, but like, look, I used to to be involved in all of this stuff overseas. This is what I did for a living. I I relished the opportunity for a new challenge, a new fight, because it was what I was trained to do. It was our culture. It was like, hell yeah, let's go do it. America, let's go do this. I've been saying the whole time, and you guys who have been here the whole time know. This is an awful idea. I don't want all I don't want our children and our, our children's children to be involved in this. I don't want to to experience war here at home. I, I've done that. I'm done with it. Like it is to Toker 88's point. It's outrageous that there's no negotiation. The only person, again uh, the only person, and again, this is not a pro-Trump, all Trump kind of a show. This is a pro-America show. The only person who has verbally out loud called for peace talks and a de-escalation of things that has any kind of clout or WASTA whatsoever is, is Trump. The fact that no one else is doing it, is, it's, it's literally categorically insane. You're all pushing for the end of the world, essentially.
1: Well, and it's, it's hard because you sit there going, how many times are we going to poke the bear? And I know, like, you know, I guess it's a good, good pun to say there. Until, until he attacks or until he decides to do something about it. And we all know what the response is going to be from the left. We don't know why he's doing this, but you know, obviously now we have to engage back. You know, and it's like, what do you mean you don't know why? You've been sending missiles. He's been sending tanks. You've done all these things that any anyone in the right mind would be like, well, that's aggressive, <laughs> you know. Like, yeah. So I mean, right now, thank God Putin's not doing anything else. Like, uh, it's seriously like it's yeah. like man, like because at this point, it's it. There's no other rationale for an opposing nation to not attack. You know, and, it, and it's it's scary because it's like at any point in time, it could go off. It's like yeah. you talk to someone who's not in, in this realm and doesn't watch this because they, you know, they're just they don't want to be a part of it. And they're oblivious to it all. It's like, hey, so how are things going? Well, you know, brink of World War III. What? Yeah. <laughs> But you're like smiling. Yeah, I'm just smiling through it because obviously, <laughs> you know, like because I, I would find myself in the corner drinking to the bottom of every bottle that I could find if I didn't smile through it and try to find the light side of it. Right. And it's just it's so you're just like, I'm and they're like, Watson's like, yeah, maybe you should turn the new the proper news on. You should look, go and do your own research, you know, and and don't believe what the mainstream media is telling you. But it's just, you know, it's. A lot of dumb Americans. There's a lot
2: yeah. of dumb Americans. G Gab says we didn't belong in Vietnam. We most certainly do not belong in the Ukraine Biden family corruption war. Amen. hundred uh, percent. This isn't our fight. This is not our fight. If it was our fight, I'd be the first to be like, let's go do it. Let's kill these mothers. Like, like, let's go. But that's, that's not what this is. This is something way worse, way more nefarious. And everybody loses. Everybody loses. It's, it's absolutely maddening. All you can do is is laugh these days, says Jill. You're right. You're right. And F News shared that the article that I read from earlier at SeymourHirsch.com or SeymourHirsch@Substack.com. As F News said, though, just wait, just wait until after Booze and Banter come to Booze and Banter, and then go read it, and then and then we can go into the weekend. Um, Okay, let's get a little bit more lighthearted to wrap up the show. Let's let's take a quick break. We're going to come back. We're going to do that's meme tastic. We're going to have some fun, and then we're going to move and matriculate over to Red Voice Media for Booze and Banter. We'll see you on the other side. Do you know that big tech and other woke companies give billions to the radical left? They're literally using your money to take your vote and your freedoms away from you. Stop. Shop at Mammoth Nation instead, the conservative marketplace. Get huge discounts on thousands of products from hundreds of American and veteran-owned retailers. Vote at the booth and with your wallet. This is how we fight tyranny, folks. Right now, go to mammothnation.com and become a lifetime member. Use this promo code and save 30%. Hey guys, it's a crazy world out there and we're facing more uncertainty than we've faced in a long time, if not ever. And the most important advice I can give you and your loved ones is to be prepared. Most people realize they need something way too late in the event of a disaster, be it a natural disaster, a sustained power outage, political upheaval, or God forbid war. Don't put yourself in that situation. Have food and water on hand to provide for you and your loved ones as you adjust to whatever crisis you're facing and develop a strategy. And thankfully, Heaven's Harvest has everything you need to prepare for the unexpected. With Heaven's Harvest, you're not only supporting a pro-America Christian company that shares your values, but you also get discounts on emergency survival foods, heirloom vegetable seed kits, water filtration and storage kits, and loads of other survival resources, such as guides on how to grow and preserve your own foods. So get ahead. Be prepared and survive with a company that shares your values. Right now, go to HeavensHarvest.com and use promo code Drew, D-R-E-W, to save. it off a little bit more lightly I'm sure there's some serious ones in here too but we'll, we'll that's how we're gonna do it. we're gonna finish things off because it's the end of the week like we frequently do with some memes and collecting memes there's been a little bit of stuff going on in the world so there's some great stuff to meme about We have tons of content still to get to though folks we're gonna get into John Fetterman his health update. Biden says he can't discuss the classified investigation he's also reportedly getting rid of surveillance balloons on uh, balloons on the U.S. southern border. On a Pulliana Luna ripped into Twitter. Lauren Bobert ripped into Twitter. There's an update on the Chinese balloon. We've got all sorts of stuff. But first, before we head over to Red Voice Media, let's do that's meme tastic. That's,
0: that's meme fantastic. That's Meme-tastic. We should do that one more time. Alright.
2: I don't know what disco's doing over there, but let's
0: found this
1: hat. Oh, yeah, look the, at that the, throwback! Yeah, uh, yeah. The Blaze hat. Yeah, totally. It just—I feel like it just doesn't fit my head. Yeah, well, you it's know, a little tight. But
2: you know, <laughs> I'm glad that we had this moment here, real quick. Okay, let's get into <laughs> <laughs> let's get into uh, meme tastic. Elena, bye. It was great seeing you. Here's our first one of the day. Forget the zombie apocalypse, that will never come. The real epidemic is the douchebag apocalypse that's already upon us. One of you, I think maybe Kathy, I don't remember off the top of my head, sent that in. Thank you. And that's true. And and we obviously love the term douchebag around here. Sorry if it offends people, but um that is that is us. I, I,
1: the only thing that would make this meme better is if they were dressed like the the uh, undercover FBI agents, you know, like with the shorts and the shoes, yes, like how they're yes. all wearing the same thing. That would have been that would be the only thing that would have made it better, hundred um, percent. All right, what do we got next? Fire it up.
2: <laughs> that's good. We t- we started the show today with Bill Gates being called a hypocrite. Uh, this is a, a picture of of the galaxy. You are here being told that you're to blame for the temperature. <laughs> that's
1: actually that's actually really good. Um, yeah, that I, should I, be like uh that should be like one of those uh inspirational posters. <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh, you know, the—we'll the, uh, the, just slap it up. The boy who's
2: always used with the you serious kind of face uh, from, from I, I, I think, some African village. I don't know. I, that sounds awful saying it, but I think that's where it's from, right? So it's him saying, so you're telling me the Chinese spy balloon flew over the U.S. when Trump was president? Or that—yeah, balloons, plural, flew over when Trump was president. But Schiff, Swalwell, Pelosi, and Schumer all decided not to mention it? Exactly.
1: His oh. face
2: is amazing. I would adopt no. that kid if I... if, But he. here's the deal, though. He's got to stay that age because and that's a cute age. Continue to do that face all the time. Exactly. As soon as you stop making that face, we're putting you in the system.
1: Um, it's like, what are you talking about, Willis? Yeah, exactly. No. <laughs> um, no, I, but I totally agree with that statement because they were trying to find everything and anything. They They tried it twice with the whole, you know, like <laughs> to impeach him and everything that didn't come up on any of on any of those impeachments never ever yeah
2: yeah exactly another fake story as david says yes 100 speaking of pelosi speaking of pelosi she says i love getting hammered she always is and maybe does too um and then her husband who was at the state of the (laughs) union speech says me too me too i love that he was treated as like a hero let's not go into him right now um because right. well, no, can... another
1: guy already did here we go
2: oh where's, where's our <laughs> you know what when we get to the new studio we're gonna have a a group who does the just the the drum roll or the drum it's the what... su- yeah it's the sugar street blues that's, sure, that's, yeah. that's who... it's gonna be great um okay next one pfizer warns a fourth booster shot may be needed for those who haven't died yet <laughs> that's that's pretty awesome. We're definitely gonna get like kicked off of YouTube again after that, but yep. but that one was good. that was really good. <clears throat> this one, one at first, I saw this one, and I read it. I'm like, okay, I don't get it, and then I saw the one guy, so it shows some characters we got Iron Man, we got John Wick, we got Joker, greatest villain ever from Dark Knight so badass people so badass when people are pictured walking away from things they just destroyed, and then it shows this man walking away from a chipotle bathroom. <laughs>
1: I thought that was, I thought that was great. Yeah. Um, uh, 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 real, just quick trivia: that Joker scene when he's walking away from the hospital and he's hitting the button. Yeah. Um, it's like it not going off, and the way he reacted was it actually was supposed to go off the first time he clicked it. Oh, that was so that was, was just improv. Yeah, that was him, and he just and then and then so James Dolan, they were like. Like, obviously, the building blew up, and they're like, Oh, we could film it again and do it CG. And he's like, No, I think that's he played it right. He stayed in character, and it went like we're going to keep it. So that was not planned, <laughs> but it ended up making the final cut, obviously.
2: Will um, Butler on YouTube says Joe's interview with PBS only has 885 likes, 81 million, everyone with the laughing face. Exactly. We're living <laughs> in a meme. We are a part of a meme society and a meme movie that we're just all.
1: Oh, remember when the White House YouTube page, uh, the, the the thumbs down button was taken multiple away. times. They were that? ratioed yeah.
2: almost every time. Yeah, like, that go, was about no, the time that all this switched too. <laughs> like they started, yeah. they started blocking all of us. I, you know, I went from getting millions of views a week to three, and and they were like, "Ha, gotcha!" And but then their page got ratioed every time. It's like, well, okay. Um, <laughs> Here's good news. If the COVID vaccine fails, you've got these options. This is, uh, no, this is, if the COVID vaccine was a seatbelt and it's got people just putting it around their neck, <laughs> Um, that's that's pretty beautiful too. We've had some good vax ones today.
1: I think that actually was like one of the first variations of the seatbelt, but uh, maybe I'm, I might be wrong.
2: So, you know, I, I, you've got kids, I've got four kids. Um A lot of you have kids or grandkids, and you've read Good Night Moon before. There's been obviously lots of reference to that with the Chinese surveillance balloon. Um, This this one just is an actual picture. It's got the kind of the scene set from Good Night Moon, and it's Good Night Stars, Good Night Moon, Good Night Chinese Spy Balloon, (laughs) and the spy balloon, of course, is out the window. There is good. We've got. We, I think we've got a decent amount of spy balloon ones today. We've also got
1: oh, hey, some Chinese quick. in the chat right now that I can't read. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, uh, Zach at Red Voice just texted me with this. He said he had a software that could see through the YouTube stuff to see about the likes and dislikes for the in for the White House page. Yeah. And he said it was roughly nine dislikes to one like. That was the wow. Word. That is. <laughs> I mean, it's
2: <laughs> epic. Edo says I suck. I
1: mean. If it's
2: actually, you know what? Today's Thursday. It's man love Thursday. So yeah, bring it on bro. Let's do it. Um, okay. This one is not a meme, but I literally, so this was, you've maybe seen this. This was moving around. Um, <clears throat> it took me way too long to realize what I was looking at here. And then it's got these simple human trash cans, which these are all super expensive by the way, too. Um, so I looked and it looks obviously like the dude's just got a straight up boner. Um, in the picture which you know you'd be like well that's kind of weird marketing and it's still it still is weird marketing no doubt but did did you catch what it was have you seen this has anyone seen what it is no because it stumbled people throughout um jill drew did you hear about the new disney show for kids that hate white people everyone hates white people right that's that's just that's the kind of thing the proud family proud family no i didn't but it doesn't surprise me so this it, it what's cut out it's the handle cut out you know like in the box you know there's the cutout, so oh, you can I carry it I, I
1: had to blow it up on my computer i see <laughs> <clears throat> but
2: i stared at it forever i'm like this is getting uncomfortable i'm staring at like a person's <laughs> junk on a box um and then it it all came but look
1: at the shoes it's totally women it's like it's a woman those are like flats
2: I I didn't, you know, I didn't even think about that. I just, I I got, I zeroed in on the erection. Not, Um, not
1: the best place to have a hole in the box. Right. No,
2: exactly. Again, you go through all of this marketing to get the picture right, and you're selling trash cans for Pete's sake. Like, you don't have to get it that right and then you punch the hole in the box right there like that's just i thought oh well, i mean it was
1: great. I, I, I bet the hole art the the holes already there when they printed it and they were like well so we got to do what we got to do like you know they could have flipped the image we're selling boner cans now things. that's what we're doing well that's like the whole thing with like pringles do you think pringles was supposed to be a um a tennis ball company but when a truck full of potatoes showed up instead of a truck full of rubber they're like F it <laughs> like, you know, like, just... fair point fair point that was a Mitch Hedberg line too by the way. Okay, well. I mean, you credit. say
2: it two more times and then it's yours. Um Okay, let's go to the next one.
1: This is it has to be one of my favorites is cuz I loved playing the Oregon Trail growing I up. I
2: loved it. And <laughs> just you have died suddenly. Died Love of suddenly. suddenly. <laughs>
1: That was the best part about that game was like you you're trying your hardest you're trying to get in it's like you have died of dysentery and like exactly. the first time you see it, you're like what is dysentery <laughs> you know like it like made you research what these diseases were what <laughs> so- a horrible game too I mean I mean it was a fun
2: game but like you're you're trying to get everyone there and everyone who you love in your family is dying along the way of diseases you haven't heard of
1: and I then he- remember. So you go. Like, no, I was just
2: saying, and then eventually you die. It's like, well, this was quite the journey. Um, I, just,
1: I remember like playing that and asking, like, because it was, I only had it on a, like, a computer at my school that had that. And it'd be like, why does everyone keep dying? And then the teacher, I was like, because that's what happened. <laughs> right. like, I mean. Like, like, the, like, end of discussion. She never went in. She was like, because that's just what happened. Like, OK. Uh, all right. I'm going to play again. <laughs> All right, next up,
2: we got the, you know, Mel Gibson from Braveheart. Chinese spy balloon over Montana. Chinese spy balloon over Missouri. Chinese spy balloon completes mission and exit the US now. (laughs) Uh,
1: I want to watch Braveheart now. I do too.
2: Well, you know, my son hasn't seen it yet, and that might happen this weekend. You've got to see Braveheart.
1: He may just have some questions about Prima Noctra that whole thing. Prima
2: Noctra. Yeah, I mean,
1: <laughs> you know what? It's, it is is what it is. So
2: we always love Jill Biden's outfits. You know, she takes creative things around the house or houses from 40, 50 years ago, and she makes it into a dress. Except
1: uh, at the State of the Union. She just was like a pink highlighter.
2: She, yeah, exactly. A that was highlight. just a, a, like a purple rayon dress. But this this is her at the Grammys that no one watched, but she... Um, it looked like, and they're they're kind of spot on. <laughs> Looks like some Reynolds Wrap. It's just some tinfoil. Again, she's resourceful. She's resourceful. She's taking stuff around the house, old couches, but see shopping you bags can't say that was
1: like used, like she had to buy it, and then it, some it might have been actually more of like a waste if you think about it.
2: Yeah, that's true. And there's a family Honey, who could have used wrap. that box. What Reynolds if it was wrap. the
1: last box? <laughs> yeah, exactly.
2: You bitch. Um. Okay, sorry. Let's move on.
1: And then, uh, and then it just turned into <laughs> to, to <us> just <laughs> so,
2: so, this is, so, again, lots of, uh, lots of spy balloon ones. Um, and it turns out we've actually now spotted a Mexican spy balloon over El Paso, Texas, and it looks like this. It's a, it's
1: a piñata. Um, I thought that one was pretty good.
2: That one was pretty good.
1: My my daughters got to experience hitting a pinata for the first time like a month or two ago. It was like a it was like a party at our church and like all the kids are taking wax at and when my oldest got up there, her eyes like lit up with this fire where I I like looked over at my wife, I was like, I'm scared. (laughs) She just started like I was like, Oh my gosh, like take the bat away from her like it was so scary.
2: So we've got more good night, good night table, good night moon, good night Chinese spy balloon. I think the other one that had the actual China, you know. Uh,
1: the picture the, from the book the, was, the book was better. better. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. Um, We've got this one. Obviously, Eric the, Swalwell, uh, the treasonous Eric Swalwell we, has banged a Chinese person. Um, and this one just says, is it happy Valentine's Day? Love, Fang Fang. Yeah. <laughs> he popped her balloon a couple times. Um Ew. So that one was good, and then this one's good. If you if you love Team America the movie, which obviously was grossly inappropriate, but also hilarious and awesome, and is the fighting American spirit that we need back in our country, I love this one. Uh, can you blow that one up too?
1: No pun intended. <laughs> and it says,
2: "Weather Baroon Totary not for spying." It's like Kim Jong. Kim Jong-il at the time um, in Team America
1: Team America, yes that one's
2: phenomenal it's It's phenomenal Um, that's it, it, folks, okay, so here's the deal it is Thursday, which means we're done with shows for the week, we do Monday through Thursday because we like our time um, and we still don't have any because we have all sorts of other stuff to do on Fridays, but we're going to head over to Red Voice Media, you can sign up at redvoicemedia.com forward slash Drew Crew, you can try it for a dollar if you want Come join us, and then when you get over there, after you sign up, change your username, do all that stuff, and then watch at redvoicemedia.com forward slash BB or click the Live Premium tab on the homepage. That's how you do it. That's where we're going to be in about five minutes. Grab yourself a beverage. Let's finish this week off right. we got a ton of stuff to still cover. There's lots of news we still got to get to. We hope to see you over there. If for some reason you can't come, we don't really understand but we'll talk about it next week. We hope you have a great weekend. Be safe, be smart, be free.
0: You've just heard Drew Berquist. Tune in weekdays on every major podcast provider or on drewberquist.com.